I'm not filming the fucking podcast anymore, man. Who cares? <laughs> Honestly, like, I did it for two weeks. Both of them got, like, 20 views on YouTube. And who wants to watch me sit on my... Fu- like, the podcast is already insane enough. Who wants to watch me sit on a bed in a fucking tiny-ass room at my mum's house, cross-legged talking to myself? No one wants to watch that. It's not good. Anyway, good day everyone. How are you? <laughs> oh my god, a dog's barking. This is Aiden Jones. Woof woof woof. You're listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday the 1st of March 2022. Is that dog going to keep barking? That's a fucking nightmare. Let me shut this. Yeah, let me shut that window. You fucking dog, you stay outside. Hope you guys are doing good. How's everyone? I think I'm in a weird mood, man. Um, i uh, tell you what I just did for the last few minutes. I was watching TikToks. I'm just, I'm feeling really tired. I'm waking up. I'm up. Oh, God. Now I'm yawning. Oh, will it ever end? <laughs> I'm, um, I'm at mum's and I just, every day I keep waking up and feeling just like flat. You know, I'm just like feeling heavy trying to drag myself out of bed and maybe it's because i'm away maybe it's because i'm not at home i'm not in my fucking groove you know or maybe it's because i'm gigging a lot and i'm out of the house a bunch and i can't relax i don't know what it is um but i was just yeah i just woke up i had breakfast i fucking man i was too casual putting the yogurt back in the fridge i got these like one liter tubs of yogurt that you get yogurt god there's one uh, oh my god God, Jesus fucking Christ. You know what that just was? I'll cop to that right now. Oh, I feel really bad. That was like, I don't know if you guys ever saw that video of that guy doing the Aboriginal voice at Hungry Jack's, at like the Hungry Jack's window. And my mate used to copy that like years ago. And for some reason, it's just in my head and I just want to do it. But it's fucked like you can't do that. I apologize for starting to do that voice. You can't fucking do that voice. For some reason, it's just in my head and it just like, it feels comfortable, but it's, oh God. (laughs) What is going on? I'm losing my shit, man. I'm fucking losing it. I dropped the yogurt on the floor. Yogurt went went everywhere. And then I'm trying to tell the story. I'm doing a racist voice. I don't want to do a racist voice. I'm just trying to do a fucking podcast. (laughs) Oh, God. So anyway, I got up. I got up and I was on the phone. Fu- I, I saw a funny video on TikTok. That's the story. <laughs> That's the whole story. I saw a video of these guys coming into some office and they're like drill a gram and it's like they're doing a birthday card for one of the ladies in the office that the, the boyfriend organized. But like, 
instead of just a normal birthday card, they're like doing drill rapping, which was sick. And I showed my mum and she was like, why are they all dressed up like they're going to rob the place? I was like, oh, wow. She doesn't know. Like, that's the aesthetic of drill music. I guess that's just... Drill's so fucking cool, man. British black people in the UK are so fucking cool. That whole culture. It's sick. The way the guy's, like, doing the intro at the start of the... Maybe I'll, I'll link the... I'll link... I'll link the TikTok in the show notes. It's really funny. The funniest bit is so they do like the verse and they're explaining or whatever. You know, it's her birthday and whatever. And then the chorus is just like, who's the birthday girl? You're the birthday girl. Who's the birthday girl? You're the birthday girl. Who's the birthday girl? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and when they, they all go in on the chorus and one of the guys just picks up a phone. <laughs> And start singing it into the phone. <laughs> and they've all got like balaclavas and masks and shit on. <laughs> and one of them comes up behind the chick and fucking puts a party hat on her head. And all the people in the office are looking just so bummed. They're so just completely off of the whole concept. And amidst all of that, one of the guys just picks up, and it's like an old phone, like it's like an office phone, you know? He just picks up the phone. <laughs> 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 oh my God, I need to have a bit of tea. Oh, perfect temperature. Look, I don't know if this is um, a good podcast at all, but it's, I'm certainly having more fun than I ever have in my goddamn life. Oh, so I spilled my yogurt. I watched that video. And then here's how emotionally just all over the place I am right now, latching onto fucking anything that's going to make me feel is I'm just scrolling Instagram store. Already, if you're scrolling Instagram stories, you are fucked. That is some low quality content. But I'm on my Instagram stories. I'm scrolling them. What's someone got to say? Anyone tell me something. And a friend of mine has written an article for Lad Bible. A girl, by the way. I mean, is that okay? <laughs> Do we want women writing for the Lad Bible? I don't know. Maybe women can be lads. Do you reckon women can be lads? Oh, actually, I reckon women can be lads. I mean, if a woman can be a bloke... Oh, that's up for debate. That blokes in their ice creams page says that... Or it just says non-blokes. It doesn't say women, but I think that's implied. I don't know if women can be blokes, but they can be lads. Because lad is British and bloke is Australian. And we all know that Aussies are pretty fucking misogyno. Anyway, who cares about that? My mate wrote an article for Lad Bible and... Um, you know, it's one of those articles that's like about, maybe I'll read it out. That's good. That'll make me feel good. Co-opting someone else's anger. It was one of those articles that's like about some, you know, confrontation that's happened on social media and the article like kind of rephrases that. Um, so basically, these two like hot, blonde, young chicks hit up a... Um, hit up a fucking restaurant asking for free food and the restaurant hit back at him. I'll read it out. That Maybe that'll be fun. Maybe that'll be good for the podcast. 
Um, they named her. How savage is that? They fucking hate these people. So um, the person messaging to do the cola, here's their message. Hey guys, my friend and I have a food page together at two teaspoons. I'll give them. I'll give them their juice. Everyone, let's go follow them. <laughs> and saw your restaurant and thought it looked amazing. We would love to come and try it out in exchange for some stories on our personal accounts and a post and stories on our food page accounts. Would you guys be interested in doing this collab? If not, we completely understand with a little white love heart emoji because they're white. That's probably not why it is, but that's how I'm reading it. <laughs> we can't wait to hear from you, XXX. X, three X's. Um, she's got 4.6 thousand followers. She's got the most, and she's got 4.6 thousand. The other chick has like 1.5, and their food page has 1.5. And they're asking for free, free fucking meals. I mean, that is crazy, isn't it? And this person's replied, Hey Ellie, apologies for the delay. I've been grappling with how much rage to demonstrate slash throw in your direction. I've decided to take the high road and explain a few things to you in the hope that you learn something and become a better person. Reaching out blind to a venue you know nothing about, looking for free stuff is a shitty enough thing to do at the best of times. Just my opinion, along with countless others who follow the couscous for comment hashtag. But it's even worse when COVID is still very much a thing, affecting small businesses like us devastatingly for two years now. Reaching out blind to a venue you know nothing about might also just trigger the owner like me, who, as I have had to do, might have even had to take a job at another venue on their days off just so they can continue to pay their staff properly and still be able to pay their rent. Many hospitality businesses are still trying to catch up from devastating losses and stress over the past two years, and we're certainly one of them. In lieu of a collab, I thought I'd throw you some advice. Maybe give it a year or so and see how the business landscape looks and see if you can amass enough followers for your collabs to actually be of benefit to the venues you approach so naively instead of them being only a benefit to you. In the meantime, maybe exchange money for the things you want to eat and drink, up your content quality and volume and post those stories and post anyway as a way of supporting a decimated industry. Eat, drink, spend and tip instead of beg and you'll probably be on the right path. That fucking rocks. And I love it. Um, I mean, yeah, totally. What, who the fuck is asking for free stuff? Who the, fuck, who the fuck is asking for free stuff? And, I mean, like, just... I get Maybe I'm, like, fucking biased against her because of the way that she looks. She just looks rich and, like, she's never had to fucking pay for anything in her life. I hate her. And I probably hate her also because... I'm, you know, I'm just an angry person. I mean, this isn't about, like, I, I was reading that and I was feeling angry and I was like, why am I feeling angry about that? Like, am I so bored that I've got nothing better to do than just be angry at a person I've never met for something that they've already been told off for that they did that doesn't affect me? What's going on? Well, anyway, I found something else to be angry about here. <laughs> I went on. This is how fu I don't know. Why did I wake up and have nothing better to do than just go on fucking Instagram and find things to get angry about? So I went on her private account, which is not, I mean, look, fair play to her. She's not gone into a, like a tortoise shell, you know, she's like kept it on public and people are commenting on her posts going like, fuck you, pay for your food. Not that many of them, but a few. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to post anything. 
that's I draw the line there. Like you're a fucking psycho if you see that and you're like, I know what my job is. My job is to go and send a comment and, and let her know how I think. That's fucked. But I will go and read the other comments and fucking, you know. So uh on her private page, people are hating her, but then also there's two and I'm only I'll read the best one. Um the, there's fucking two people on there who are like sticking up for it, and this is one of them. His name's Simon W. Guildford. Holy shit, easy with the hate. <laughs> These girls just asked a question in a nice way. This is on the comments for her photo. <laughs> don't ask, don't get. And another place could easily have been fine with getting a bit of extra exposure would probably have covered the cost of two meals multiple times over and created numerous more regular customers. I mean, you've got to be fucking kidding yourself if you think that a post from someone with 4,000 followers is going to do anything at all for a business. Especially for a, a, a fucking a thing where... So, oh, anyway, why do I need to explain why this guy's a fucking idiot? He's an idiot. This is the best bit. No, I'm not trying to get laid here. <laughs> As if that's going to happen. <laughs> and then a little laughing face. But Jesus, if she went in with a pushy attitude, then fine. But she was sweet as anything in her message, asking if they'd be keen for the venture. This guy is trying to get laid. Who's he addressing that to? Like he's, he's saying like if she, like he's talking about her in the third person, but it's on her comments. Who's he talking to? I guess he's talking to the other people reading it and get... Just what is the point of that? And he's on private and he's got like 400 followers. Like, who's that guy? What does he want? <laughs> I'll tell you who he is. He's me. <laughs> because I'm fucking talking about this on my goddamn podcast. Oh, we're all so lost. What the fuck are we doing? Uh... God. Oh, the dog stopped barking. That's good. I went for a drive yesterday in my brother's car. Um, he graciously allowed me a borrow of his car. And I mean, I woke up, even yesterday, like I woke up, I was, uh, I was like in bed awake at seven. And I was like, oh, I'll, like go back to sleep and sleep for another hour. And I woke up at 1030. Never happens. I woke up, got breakfast with some mates, got my brother's car, and I just needed to get out of the city because I just, I don't know, but it's so easy. I talk about this all the time. It's so easy for me to just, you know, wake up and go on autopilot, not think about what I want to do, and I'll just go to a cafe and I'll write some jokes and I'll go on my phone and I'll fucking not do much of anything, really. And... I just knew if I didn't plan myself something on Monday, I would do that. So yesterday, I got in my brother's car and I just went for a drive. I barely got out of the car. I drove for like four and a half hours. I just drove out to some town called Angerston. Went to a secondhand store in some other place, Taree. Yeah, went to a secondhand store in Taree and then drove to Angerston and got a fucking... Uh, roast chicken sandwich at the bakery it rained like crazy that was pretty scary driving through like heavy rain with trucks and shit on these tiny roads i don't know just do something different i just want i just wanted to fucking leave because the fringe has been good but 
Maybe it's something about coming home, you know? Staying at my mum's place, I've got all these friends that... Oh, that sounds shitty, but, you know, I've got, like, people who want to see me and I want to see them. And I don't get to see them that much, but I'm here doing the fringe, so it's like... I I'm I've, I guess I find it hard. You know what? I think the fringe is just a difficult trip for me. Maybe I've got to do more trips or, like, just separate the time between work and social life a bit more because here you know I'm trying to see all the people that I want to see but I'm also trying to work because I'm doing shows all the time and I'm trying to make my show better and I just don't have enough time I'm also you know like um, not making heaps of money at the moment so I think I'm going to go back to work at Man With A Van just for a couple days like not a couple days a week like literally a couple days um, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I guess I feel a little bit fucking frustrated at the moment, financially, time-wise. What's something good? What's something good that I've done in the last few days? What's something nice? I did, oh my God, actually, this is great. I, on Friday night, I did, um, uh, Fat Cave is the name of the show. Um, at like it starts at like eleven o'clock. It started like ten past eleven, and it goes for like two hours. <sighs> Mickey D, um, the legendary Adelaide comic Mickey D, um, kind of like the king of Adelaide, really. He runs the show. He MCs. He's doing time. He's doing like ten minutes in between every act, <laughs> so the show goes long. But he's killing. And they love him, so, you know, he's allowed to. And James McCann went on at, like, he was second last. He must have gone on at, like, 10 to 1 in the morning. And everyone's so tired. Um, and people are drunk. There's a lady who's been yelling out all show. You know what she yelled out to me? I was doing bits about fucking getting fired. And she goes, I want to give you a hug. I was that was one of the weirder heckles I've ever had, you know, because I didn't like it. Because like her saying I want to give you a hug is like her going like, "Oh, poor little baby," and I'm like, "Fuck you! You're like condescending me right now." Oh, I want to give you a hug. I don't want you to give me a hug. I want you to fuck off. <laughs> that made me really angry. I didn't know what to do. What did I do? Maybe I'll put. You know what? I'll put the recording of that gig at the end of this. Will I? Yeah, maybe I will. I'll put a recording of that. If it's any good, I'll have grab my phone and listen to it and see if the recording's any good. It was in my pocket, so the recording might not be that good for you guys to listen to. But if it is, I'll chuck it at the end of this episode. Because she said she was like, "You, I want to give you a hug. And she was in the front row and she was like, like throwing her hands around everywhere. And I kind of didn't know what to do. Like at one point I told her to f- to fuck off or shut up and everyone went, oh, and I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, like I know, I understand your reaction because I, she is saying nice stuff, and like, I did just go pretty hard at her then. But like, also I don't like what she's saying. Like I'm kind of confused. Like it's she's saying nice things, but I don't like it. I mean, I guess that's my defensiveness, which is kind of what I'm trying to talk about, but. Yeah, I just, I don't know, maybe it was a combination of like being on that show for the first time and just wanting to do well. I did do well, I didn't have a bad set, but that did kind of throw me. You know, some lady who's like interrupting my set and fucking with my thing, then she goes, I want to give you a hug. It's like, 
maybe a good way for you to do something nice for me would be not to give me a hug, but to fucking shut up. That's what I should have said. That's what I should have said. Damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. But anyway, James McCann went on. I was third, and, and he was like seventh or something. And uh, I don't know how that dude does it, man. He can fucking say anything. He just has he just has such a silly voice. The way that he talks is just absurd. Um, and he I think he called her an awful slut. <laughs> and fuck, man! Like the room, people were like screaming. It was crazy. He called this woman an awful slut, and and. You know, that was the end of the night for me. I was like, I, I can go home now. Nothing's going to be more crazy. You know, like, I don't even know if it was good. I think it was good. It's not good. It's obviously not good to call someone a slut. That's like a pretty brutal word. And I feel like a lot of people would be very uncomfortable at that. But there was something about him doing it after she'd been saying that stuff all show. And it was late and people were tired. Like people were also ready for the show to be over anyway, but they were staying because they were like, well, we want to see, you know, the last act or whatever. All of that. And then him just fucking unleashing. And look, I don't want to make a hundred percent excuses for him. Cause I know from being backstage with him that he went on wanting to say something fucked before anything happened it wasn't like she pushed him to the edge and made him say something that was like completely out of character no (laughs) he was looking for an excuse (laughs) he was um but yeah i think the reason that it kind of worked is is because everyone was just i think everyone was a little tired of the show and tired of her and yeah, I don't know. That was cool. So that's a great thing. I'm, I'm, you know what I want to say? I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that it happened. I'm grateful for James McCann. And then after the show, we split a cab home and he pulled out his phone in the back of the cab, like a 10 minute cab, and went to do an episode of his podcast with me. <laughs> <laughs> Because I've been asking to get on his podcast and he was like, oh yeah, let's do it now. And I was like, what? And he just pulled out his phone and he was just like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the James Donald Forbes McCann Cameron plan. <laughs> he just started doing it. And he was in. He was asking me about clout. And then, you know, like 10 minutes in, I get to my stop and the cab's stopping and like we're not even halfway through what we wanted to say. Um, so he got out with me and, and this was a little treat for me. I had, because mum's been clearing out stuff, you know, she's like giving me heaps of stuff that is at her house that she doesn't want anymore. Um, every time I come here. Oh, what was the other, what was that story that I was telling people? Oh, I can't remember. But anyway, she found, uh, another box of just like crap that I had and one of the things and it's all it's mostly garbage but one of the things is um a West End draft can empty so it's, the beer has been drunk but it's a West End draft can from I guess 1999 uh and it's a commemorative can with the colors of the Adelaide Crows blue yellow and red 
and it's commemorating the Adelaide Crows back-to-back premierships in 97-98. And I know McCann is a big Adelaide Crows fan because he posts about him. He's got the beanie. So I thought I'll fucking give this to him. How cool's that? And he was he got out of the cab with me at like 1.30 in the morning after we abandoned the podcast and then we walked to mine so that I could give him this can, but it's empty so he wouldn't put it in his bag and I'm not 100% convinced. He was like, oh, I don't want to break it. It's beautiful. I love it, but I don't want to break it. Um, and I'm not convinced that he really does want it. Like I'm, I, I'm going to take it around his house is what I'm going to do this week. My mum also found an old Adelaide Crows blanket that I think my grandparents or great-grandparents like bought me when I was a kid and he's got young children. So I'm going to give him a blanket for them and I'm going to give him this, this fucking can as a gift. Because you know you get old shit and you're like, I don't want to keep this because it's not important to me. I don't care about the crows. But I don't want to throw it out because like that was in my room when I was a kid, you know. And it's just nice. It's like a rare thing. And it's just, it's like, it's old. It's from the past. So I'd like to give it to someone and then they, it's their problem. <laughs> you just give it to him and he can fucking deal with it, eh? Yeah. <clears throat> Here's the other story that I remembered. Um, a uh, a friend of mine came, or like a, someone I went to primary school with, came to the show. Uh, on By the way, thank you to everyone who's been coming in the last week. Oh, the shows have been so much better. The show is getting so much better. Maybe that's, you know what? That might even be the title for the podcast this week. And actually, before I do anything else, let's get the picture Let's get the picture of the podcast. Or maybe I should, maybe my picture should be um, the fucking account of that chick. (laughs) Nah, even better. I'll make it the profile picture of that guy who's like, yeah, that's sick. Oh, (laughs) that's really funny. The picture for this week's podcast is going to be because I've got a screenshot of the guy who like wrote that. I'm not even trying to get laid, right? I'll take a screenshot of his Instagram profile picture and then I'll deep dream it and that'll be the... (laughs) 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 Oh, and, and, and here we go. The title of the podcast this week is... I'm not... It's whatever he said about trying to get laid. That's what it is. Um, Where is it? I'm not trying to get laid here. That is, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to get laid here. That's the title for the podcast. Fuck yes. Oh, all right. That's good. Anyway, here's this story. Um, so, yeah, this uh, girl I went to primary school with messaged me because her sister used to work. Or st- her sister still does work for the fringe ticketing thing in Adelaide um, but she used to work for them for ages and she just messaged me with like hey you know you should um, get all of the people who have ever opted in to be on your like with their emails when they bought tickets for your shows and I was like oh sick and we were talking about that Um, and also I just so it just so happened that I ran into her mum at another show and I didn't know her mum but we figured out by chance whatever that was her mum crazy and then my mum gave me a bunch of old stuff like that crow's can and a bunch of other shit. And one of the things, I mean, it's just odd. Like one of the things was like a paper mache mask, you know, like a death mask or whatever that I guess I made in primary school one time and I just kept it. 
uh, random old books of certificates and photos and stuff. And one of the things was uh, like an address book that I had. Um, I guess I got in year seven to get everyone's like name and phone numbers and shit on from primary school so that we could all like, you know, under the guise of, hey, let's all keep in touch that we never did um, because we were children. Why would you fucking keep in touch with someone that you knew when you were 12? What's wrong with you? But I went through the address book and I was like, oh, yeah, that person and that person. Um, and the girl who I was talking about who, yeah, like I met her mum in the same week. I met her mum and figured out randomly that it was her mum. I was like, oh, my God, you like, you know, that person that I went to school, blah. Um, and then she was helping me out with tickets. And that same week, I found her fucking name and address and phone number that she'd written down in this book in 2003 that my mum had gave me. How fucking wild is that? And then she came to my show with her mum and I was like, dude, how crazy is that? I fucking had your name and number in my book and like home number, not mobile, like 08. Anyway, isn't that wild? Isn't the past crazy? And then I was going through other ones and there was another name and I was like, oh, I, uh, I, I reckon I had a bit of a crush on that girl. And my mum was like, you definitely had a crush on that girl because she didn't come to your 13th birthday party and you were really sad about it. <laughs> and that, even then, like at 31, when my mum said that to me, I was so embarrassed. Like, I hate that my mum knew that, that she could tell, you know? And, like, I hate that I displayed that openly. I hate that I did that. Like, I hate that I even am embarrassed that I felt that. Oh, I don't fucking know. Do you know what I mean? Why was I embarrassed that beep, beep didn't come to my fucking birthday when I was 13? Anyway, that might be the podcast this week. I don't feel like I've got heaps to talk about. Fun one though, hey? The podcast this week is titled, No, I'm Not Trying to Get Laid Here. Fuck yeah. Um, don't ask for free shit from businesses. And come to my shows if you're still in Adelaide. Last five shows, starting tomorrow and going through till Sunday if you're listening on the day that this comes out. And if you're in Melbourne, come to those shows. And if you're in Sydney, come to those shows. And if you're not in any of those places, fuck you. This has been Aiden Jones, sitting under a tree. Peace.